Yeah. Cosmic. 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 Speaking of cosmic. <laughs> hey. Hey, Chris. How's life? Hello, Peter Miner. Hey. Life is sunny, sunny and furry at the moment. Sunny and furry? <laughs> sunny and furry. I won't even That's ask. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, well, the demanding of scratches. I'll just leave it that like that. Okay. Okay, got it. Now we if we hear strange huh? sounds, we'll know where that's coming from. Yes, uh, sunny California. Oh God, same beautiful, gorgeous blue sky, clear air. I see the oh. uh, hawks flying around. Yeah, oh. yeah. Gosh, I know. I feel so bad. I <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> so, so here we are again. Chip happens. 11? Remember? 11. 11. Oh. Like Ocean's 11, but Chip happens 11. Oh, there we go. Good. I like yeah. it. Yeah. And Pop culture reference. <laughs> good. Keeping us relevant. I like it. It's good. Mm -hmm. That's it. And, and last time, oh, do you want to do an intro thing? An intro thing. What is our intro thing? Have we talked about that yet? Have we have we done our have we done our foundation work for this episode? Or are we just winging it? <laughs> well, okay, wait, wait. I guess we kind of officially started, so we're good. Sometimes you'll say, okay. "Welcome <laughs> to Ship Happens, oh. Episode 11. So we've kind of done that. W welcome audiences worldwide. How does that sound? <laughs> yes, it goes you know. good. <laughs> All right. Uh, so. Uh, uh, and last time we we I queued I queued myself up for answering the big question. Well, two questions, but I'll talk about the one. And yes, ocean container ships were mothballed. We're mothballed back at, at the Great Recession, but we'll we can talk about that some other time. Um, Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but what's really important is what's happening today and this exciting world of ocean shipping and freight mm -hmm. and supply chain and everything else that's suddenly on the top of everyone's mind and every day i get somebody sending me an email or an article or something about hey peter did you see this yeah living it living it so and, and it's and it's yet another article on what's wrong with the supply chain and so forth mm -hmm, and so on mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. isn't it funny how you know nothing is ever noticed unless it doesn't work yeah, right. no, the, the, you know what? That's actually a thing. That is actually a thing. Oh, yeah. You take for granted all these things work perfectly, mm -hmm. you know? And then if it doesn't, oh, my God! Yeah. You know, so. and that's where innovation comes from. Mm, innovation. Mm. All right. Let's talk about that. <laughs> so, so, so we've been talking about this from Ship Happens Day One, that there's there's a whole data technology thing about all this. And what's starting to become apparent to me is that data is really, I don't know, what do you say, at the root of the problem? No, I think data is is the ultimate, is this really the key to the, to the solution? Connected data, connected data. That's my mm -hmm. big theme these days, connected data. Okay. So, so I thought it might be fun to talk about this real life example of why that matters. So, because we're doing some proof of concepts right now around this idea of data and the value of data mm -hmm. for shipping. So you want to hear the story? I want to hear the story. Do tell. <laughs> once, so, once upon a time. Once upon a time, we were going to ship 
two containers, two 20-foot containers of soy meal from Columbus, Ohio. You know Ohio, right? I know Ohio. I know yeah. Columbus. And I know uh, Columbus, Ohio. So <laughs> in fact, I, together. <laughs> in fact, I think we were going to actually have you at one point go to Columbus for us and stick some devices inside these containers for us. Mm, you see, that's, that was a missed opportunity. You know? I'm just saying. <laughs> so... so, so. So, so now talk. Speaking of data, so we are we are in a in a proof of concept pilot, whatever you want to call it. But we're we've got some sensors that we've stuck into some containers of soy meal, and they're inside a plastic bag. Also, because the soy meal is, it turns out is super sensitive to humidity, so they soy meal gets shipped inside of bags that are then kind of stuffed inside of a of a container. And we were able to put some sensors in there and these sensors. Uh, so, so when you want to collect data about what's happening, you need two things. You need something that kind of collects the data. Some, today we call that IOT. Uh, in our case, it's a sensor because it's sensing temperature, humidity, that sort of thing. The other thing you need is a modem. It's like we have at home, right? We have a, we have a modem that receives the, the, um, signal, I guess, from the, the internet provider so that we can, um, uh, so that that modem receives the data and then also allows us to send data so we can stream down to the modem. And then we also, in those rare cases where we have to, <laughs> we're online and we're trying to send somebody an email, it goes to the modem as well. So, so here we are in Columbus, Ohio, in a transload facility, got two containers full of soy meal and we're trying to get these devices in there and we thought oh hey we got it we'll have those devices in a plastic pouch taped to the bag brilliant idea aren't we smart <laughs> and so <Sure. laughs> so we get there and our uh person at the other end let's call him max so max is at the other end helping us put these devices inside the bag and he's like sending me a picture of his arms that are just covered in soy meal. And he's like, uh, no way. The tape is not sticking to the bag. <laughs> so forget it. So, 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 so the soy meal is in the containers. It's filling up. It's full to the rim. It's ready to go. And we can't get the tape to stick to the bag. So what do we do? We throw the, we throw the device in the back of the, on top of the soy meal. Fine, fine. Whatever. Close up the container. Good. Done. All right. So the device is in the container and it's kind of loose in the container. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, not not the plan, but you know, there we go. Okay, all right. For... So it's like one of those prizes you used to get in your cereal, <laughs> just kind of in there somewhere. <laughs> now, good thing the soy meal is going to feed cows in Italy that are making Reggiano Parmigiano cheese. So it's okay. It's all right. Mm. It's uh, you know, it doesn't it doesn't have to be. Uh, uh, FDA approved, but the, the cows, it should be okay. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't, shouldn't bug the cows. Yeah. But we'll take it out before they, they get the soy meal. It's okay. Okay. Very so, good. So the other device, our, our friend on, a friend on the other side, Max was able to find a clever way of, uh, attaching a rope from the top of the, of the bag and the pouch and the pouch that contains the devices. So we've got the, we've got, uh, the second, the second sensor that's actually kind of hanging hanging from the top of the bag. So it's cool. It's very cool. It's very cool. Mm, quite an adventure. 
so it was quite an adventure. And then, and then, uh, and then what our friend Max did just to kind of test things out is he took one of the devices and he actually stood there and shook it <laughs> just to make sure it would record that. So yeah, it, it did. So they, it, it measured the, the G's. Did he bang it? Did he bang it against the size of the container? Is this thing on? <laughs> Perhaps that that's what he, he told me that he shook it, but perhaps that's what he was really trying to do. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying. Just okay. saying. <laughs> Good one. So 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 we, and we were very excited that so the, the 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 devices are in the containers and we're we're looking at the dashboard and we can see oh look at that oh, look at they moved it from one corner of the lot to the other corner and they went to the way station oh isn't this cool look at I can see this I can see it on the map I've got a Google Map view of this thing oh my wow this is so cool and then mm. it stopped. Uh. <laughs> And it's case of trading. <laughs> it stopped. Now, now, what's happening all across the country is any sort, any ocean port is backlogged now with imports. Can't get anything out, so all these imports are backing up the port. Now, this these containers are headed for Norfolk, which is one of the one of the U.S.'s biggest ocean container ports. But it was sitting in the rail yard, the northern, northern Suffolk rail yard in Columbus, waiting for a number of things. So, um, so it turns out that you need rail cars to put the containers on. The rail cars are in Chicago and Long Beach in the LA area because, of course, that's where they're waiting to take stuff that's being imported in, across the U.S., so it takes a while to get enough rail cars. Then the Port of Norfolk said, uh, even if you've got a full train, no, sorry, we're full. No, no more. No more. So nowhere to park the car. No way. And and all the time, by the way, what we're realizing is that the rail yard, uh, the there's no cell signal and we can see this by the data that we were last able to collect from the devices is that it doesn't have a good cell cell signal so we don't know we think they're there it, we can't even go there and physically check to make sure that the containers are there because it's against the law once you've loaded up a container it's sealed and you are not allowed to open it so we are hoping it's still there so then so then when we were trying to figure out how do we confirm it's actually there and not just um, it's not some other problem that the devices got mm -hmm. covered up in soy meal or whatever. And we were told the only option we had would to be to make a phone call to the railroad. Good luck with that. Well, so I did. I made a call to the railroad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Norfolk uh -huh. Southern, may I help you? Exactly. Yeah, Here I am right. in the middle of Silicon Valley, technology capital of the world, and I'm making a freaking phone call. Wow. Yeah, did, did it say for engineers, press one, for cabooses, <laughs> press two, uh -huh. for coal cars, press uh -huh. three, for anchors, press four? Yeah. Well, so they know, but I had to provide some a container number, and they were able to say, yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, we can see that those containers are here. And I asked, well, do you know when they're going to be leaving? No. <laughs> do, you, 
<laughs> you know, do you know how they're stacked in the rail yard? No. Oh. <laughs> do you know when the train is scheduled to leave? No. No. <laughs> so, so, so that was fun. So, uh, so then, all right. So then, so then, okay, this has been two Sounds weeks. Sounds very now, enlightening. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's been two weeks. They got enough rail cars. They got the containers on the rail cars. There's a special kind of device that lifts up the containers and puts them on the rail car. The rail cars being built up. I think there's at least 10 cars, if not more. They're ready to go. Norfolk says, okay, fine, fine. Come on. Sent, come on. We're we able to take more, more, more trains coming. Go, go for it. We're ready. They go mm -hmm. to they go to run the train. And at that point in Columbus, it started to drop below freezing. And they realized that the air, excuse me, the moisture, the water in the air brakes froze. Because the rail cars were sitting for so long. What next? So, so, so then they had to get the mechanics out to clear the, <laughs> clear the, um, the air brakes, the water from the air brakes. And then they were finally ready to go. So, so, okay. So that's cool. So then the, then the, <laughs> so then the, so then the train goes to Norfolk. We get to, okay. And, and they start pinging again. They start telling us where they are, what's happening, the temperature. It's very cool. I'm so excited. Oh, mm -hmm. look at, look at, we can see this. There was a few Ooh. dead spots. <laughs> there was a few dead spots in the the mountains between Columbus and Norfolk, but you know. And then, mm -hmm. and then they they arrived in Norfolk, and and we could see that they're there, and we could see like what part of the the container yard they're in. It's very cool. And then they stopped pinging. Stop pinging. Mm. No more pinging. No. What happened? Did no. they get tired? No, the bad. There was still eighty percent battery, so that's not the problem. I mean, they still kind of collected what was happening inside, but they weren't able to tell anybody about it. So, yeah. So it turns out that uh, rail yards and ocean container ports have really crappy cell phone coverage. Hmm. So well, that's um, interesting. You so, got better coverage throughout the ride, mm -hmm. with the exception of certain areas in the mountains, mm -hmm. yeah. than you're getting. At a container yard mm -hmm. on the east coast of America in mm -hmm. one of the busiest ports mm -hmm. in the country. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That seems a little weird to me, mm -hmm. no? Mm -hmm. hmm. So, uh, so they get to Norfolk. We know they're there, but that's the last time that they spoke to us. So we don't. We, we know <laughs> by. Um, <laughs> By going uh, going on and looking at the ocean carriers website, we can actually see that they have a kind of a crude map of where that ocean vessel is, and we know what ocean vessel yeah. is on, so we can sort of kind of crude, see. Crude map is it? A, is it a picture of the Earth? Your it, it is. Here? It is. And, and, and the, the latest picture I saw showed that the containers were sitting in the middle of Africa. But you know, I I, I think it's probably just. <laughs> It's just a graphical representation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, because uh, I know they're not in Africa. But then we could see, so, you know, so they've been, well, again, so the, the plan was going to be that the ocean vessel was going from New York to Norfolk to Savannah to Miami, sail across the Atlantic, and then go, actually, the next stop would be Livorno, Italy, which is where these containers are destined to go. Well, it turns out that they decided to change the route, and instead the ocean vessel went back up to New York, 
down to Charleston, then to Miami, and now is two days away from Livorno. So uh, it went I'm from Norfolk no... back up to New York. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Hmm. Hmm. And what's up with that? Hmm. I, I, apparently, Savannah I to was load up on bagels, and... I guess. Well, you know, every all these ports are backed up. I mean, so they're all they they're not able to process the the containers that are coming in. So, you know, if they're if they've already got enough to process, like Savannah probably said, no, forget it, I no room. But New York had some containers, space available or some space to be able to unload. This this is this is this interesting stuff that's going on behind the scenes. So interesting, which we're totally blind to. Anyway, so. All this we can just sort of tell by piecing together pieces of information from here and there. We can sort of see. Oh, by the way, there's also apps where you can track ocean vessels too, which we also found. Oh, yeah. Sure. So, yeah. Mm -hmm, sure. So yeah. the vessel finally left New York and sailed. Well, New York down to Charleston, then Miami, and then on to Livorno. Yeah. Ah, okay. Okay. Very good. Mm -hmm. Okay, from Miami. Mm. So, um, and then, and then, and then another little challenge. Hanging all the way, the mind you. Oh no, it's completely silent. We have no idea. It's probably inside. Oh, it's oh, probably right. under deck. Mm -hmm. So we no, we we mm. only we're relying on a crude picture of a map that makes it look like the containers are in the middle of Africa. To uh, okay, very good. So, well, yeah. not so good, but anyway, well, understood. Yeah. So, so. So, I mean, all this is proving that, uh, well, so two things happen. So, well, we're not completely done with the pilots, so we'll see what's going to happen when they, when they arrive in Italy. And with luck, woo, it'll start, we'll start pinging again and we can get the whole history of the, the trip. So, this proved a couple of things. One, it proved that we need to find a way to get real-time data. So, we're working on that. So, okay, but in terms of the value, he, here's what was so interesting is whoever I talked to, whether it was the Max, our buddy in Columbus, who saw the crude, at least our like basic dashboard that shows at least what we could see about the temperature, the humidity, the location, the movement of the containers, he was completely blown away. And his customer, who's the company in Livorno, Italy, who's buying the soy mill, was completely blown away, wants to have this for every one of their shipments. I would show this to an insurance company that is processing freight claims for late deliveries. They saw this and they were super excited about it. Showed it to some other logistics companies who thought, oh God, this would be great as I'm managing a shipment okay, of uh, hay from Seattle to feed racehorses in South Korea and <laughs> Saudi Arabia because the hay gets exposed to humidity and, and gee, wouldn't it be great if I could show these uh, very um, uh, prestigious customers who are, who are feeding and managing racehorses, if I could show them where their containers of hay are, wouldn't that be a cool thing? And then there's metal being mined uh, nickel that's being mined down in Colombia that's uh, coming to the U.S. It's very sensitive to humidity and because the nickel is so valuable being used in batteries 
it's oftentimes a container goes missing. So there's, mm. there's, there's, and imagine that, right? So you've got 10, and this is what mm. actually happened. 10 containers were shipped from Cartagena, nine showed up in New Orleans. Nobody knows mm. where it happened to them, but they Nobody ain't there. Knows. It, yeah. it fell off a ship, right? So as the saying imagine, goes. <laughs> so imagine you had enough data to know where that thing was and at least where it went missing. And then it becomes like a mm-hmm. Tesla car, right? It starts to speak for mm-hmm. itself. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so that's, that's beginning to make me think going back to my, my long winded point at the very, very beginning, it's starting to make me believe that if we have data connected data about what's happening, how things are moving, I think we can do a lot with that. We certainly can. Wow. Exciting stuff. So whatever happened with the soybeans? We're waiting on the 12th. What is it? Oh, tomorrow they're going to land in Livorno. So we'll find out. Maybe that could oh, be the next episode. And then it's off to the cows. And then it's off to the cows. <laughs> it's and then it's Pecorino Romano. Is that what it is? Reggiano Parmigiano. Yes. Oh, Reggiano Parmigiano, the king of Jesus. <laughs> Fabulous. Yeah. There we go. Jesus. From Columbus to Italy and then back to America at some point, mm-hmm. perhaps. Mm-hmm. Well, everywhere in the world, of course. But uh, right. wow. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So that's my story. That's so your should story. We, should we say, save the, uh, the what happened for the next episode? Mm-hmm. Is it a real cliffhanger? I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. We'll see. Oh, well, then we have no choice. Let's save it. <laughs>